I'd like to take you all back to simpler times. I'm in what we called preparatory school in South Africa, or better known as middle school. However, something is different. We're all welcomed by a new student. I had never met such an energetic and bubbly soul before. I was genuinely intrigued. It was my curiosity which led me to making a lifelong friend. She was Portuguese and I'd never met anyone Portuguese before. And boy was I in for a roller coaster. I couldn't pronounce her surname properly with the correct accents or the correct enunciations. So I nicknamed her Lopes. You'll shortly figure out why. One thing truly special about her though, which we'd all realized after a few weeks, was that she had the voice of an angel, an absolute angel, and I'm not over exaggerating. The minute she took that mic in her hand, she could control an infinite crowd. Her vocals were unlike anything we'd ever heard before and so captivating. There was not a single song she couldn't sing and not a single song that wouldn't sound better in her voice. We knew that she was going to be the next big music star. So, our friendship began. Albeit eventually separated by schools and borders and countries, we kept in touch. I guess that my father's passing also reminded me about how short life was and how we should never lose touch with those that matter to us. So, after what was a while of unintentional quiet, After we all grew up and had graduated and were moving on with life, I reached out again to my dear friend. FYI, she's still killing it. The reason I knew that I just had to have her on the podcast was to show the world the power of being unique. She's very beautiful, incredibly smart, she's a blast to be around, and yet she never did what society told her to do. She never conformed to societal norms. She never did what was expected of her just because she was a girl. She paved her own path and trailblazed a path for others to follow. I strongly believe that the wisdom she has to share with us today will help a lot of our listeners go a very long way in life. She's just about to launch her very first single and I could not be more proud to call her a friend. I could not be more grateful to call her a friend. Ladies and gentlemen, please welcome my friend Carlotta Lopez, aka Lopsh, or shall I say Charlie L. I don't care what everyone else has to say. You will always be Lopsh for me. So, Lopsh, welcome to the Art Speaks podcast. I'm Thank so, you so much for so, having me. So grateful to have you on today. Thank you for your time and thank you once again for being for being with us. It's my utmost pleasure. I'm so happy to be here, especially <laughs> especially after all these years. It's 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 a super interesting experience to be here talking to you. Indeed, <laughs> and I'm so grateful. Thank you. Well, um before we get started with the juicy stuff, um I'd love for you to share your story with everyone. Um who are you? Where are you from? And what gets you out of bed every morning? Well, that's quite interesting. So <laughs> such a long answer. Um so I'm I'm Carlotta. I'm a Portuguese girl born in Portugal and I've been sort of 
schlepping around the world ever since I was two. So it was, mm-hmm. yeah, basically that's been a very large part of my life. Moving every th- three years, including when I moved to South Africa, when I met you. Oh. Um, <laughs> and, um, and it was actually in South Africa that I discovered my, my passion for singing. Mm-hmm. I'll give it to, to South African schools for their incredible extracurricular activities. <laughs> <laughs> and, um, and so really, um, that's, besides all the other stuff that inevitably makes me me, uh, what gets me out of the out of the bed in the morning, and what and what makes me, I think, one of the most essential parts of being me, mm-hmm. is my love and passion for music and arts, but mm-hmm. um, but primarily music, and that is also what gets me out of bed in the morning. That mm. and the lovely Portuguese sunshine, which <laughs> is something to be beholded. Um, but yeah, it's really just it's knowing that I have this dream and that I can't sleep on it because if I sleep on it anymore then it's just wasting time and time is the most valuable um, thing that we have so wow that's beautiful and also if if you think you're getting away without seeing something today you're grossly mistaken (laughs) um, Carlotta I used your proper name Uh, shit's about to go down so what is based on what you've said you've clearly identified your passion and we all know what the answer is but how did you find it i mean i'll tell you this um there's the good old classic um idea and it's it's actually quite true that there's a lot of people doing this Mm -hmm. there there is a lot of very talented people doing this Mm -hmm. and inevitably in music you get a lot of egos and a lot of people that are just not so pleasant, like like anywhere in life, to be honest. Um, and um, that that's definitely a challenge for me. Then there's always the ever-encompassing challenge of uh, not um, just being being very um, protective over your own music. This whole idea mm-hmm. that we were even talking about before of perfection and. And being, I mean, I'm actually, you know, there's always nerves that are associated with releasing a product of your, you know, your Mm -hmm. deepest self out Mm -hmm. into the world. And that's what Mm -hmm. it is. Music is expression. Music is emotion. Music is, music is, and especially for me, the way I write, music is a part of life experiences. And it's really sharing that with with the world is a very nerve-wracking thing, especially Mm -hmm. when there's always people who will tell you that you're not good enough, which is another challenge mm. in life mm. of being a musician there's so many people that are going to tell you that no you need you know you need this you need more of that you need more of this you know need more of that and and then the more i like the more i'm in this um the more i realize that honestly those people are full of shit because if they knew what needed to be done they would be really famous recording artists and they wouldn't be in the jobs that they're in so mm. Mm. honestly it's just taking everything with a grain of salt and, and I mean, and then there's obviously a lot of challenges within the music industry, and especially now in in the embryonic stage in which my career is at the moment. Mm-hmm. Um, you know, we're ju- we're at we are at the edge of the precipice, right? So up until now, it's been just a very big learning curve, mm-hmm. being sort of 
I just sort of jumped into the music business and mm -hmm. at some points felt like I wasn't even, you know, I wasn't really ready and I mm. had to learn on the fly. I had to learn on the go and I had, uh -huh. to, I had to deal with a bunch of, you know, bureaucracy and crap and just mm. people being selfish and egotistical and, mm -hmm. and power hungry and money hungry and um, being willing to screw over a kid. Well, not a kid anymore, but like <laughs> a young person a young person who really didn't know much about the business mm -hmm. and I feel now like I have a whole other tool belt I still have a lot to learn there's still a lot of empty spaces in my tool belt mm. but I but I've definitely gained you know a hammer and a screwdriver here and there wow um, and um but yeah those there I mean to be honest there's endless challenges in this <laughs> what, what is I think the biggest challenge is I think the biggest challenge is definitely though the the inner demons. Mm -hmm. It's the it's the insecurity, it's the nerves, it's the at least for me, um, it's it's a lot of the self doubt and but you know at one point I just sort of told myself you know what like if you don't jump off this freaking building right now you're mm -hmm. gonna regret you ever you know mm. you're gonna regret not doing it so. Wow. Yeah, it's really just dealing a lot with that. It's dealing mm. with yourself and everybody else. <laughs> and you know, one of one of the contentious issues which I think I want to shed some light on that you you really are a shining beacon for is you know, on top of all those challenges that you've faced, how hard is it being a woman in the entertainment industry? You know, <sighs> I started seeing this discrepancy like super early. Mm -hmm. I just didn't really know how to identify it at that point. Mm. Um, and the fact is like, as soon as I, for example, when I went into jazz school mm -hmm. and there would be jam sessions and there would be like just general get togethers of musicians where they would play. Mm -hmm. And I notice even just in school or just in general, it's really fucked up. Sorry, no swear. It's really, <laughs> it's really messed up the fact that men, especially instrumentalists, which are generally men, we're talking like 90% men, um, will put down not just female musicians, but female vocalists. Wow. So there's always this judgment of like, vocalists aren't musicians. And it That's really frustrated strange. me. It yeah, no, it, it it and it really frustrated me because it's like, sure, okay, I don't sit at the piano and play you a magnificent standard, but do you know how to control the the most sensitive sensitive instrument on this earth? Do you know the technique of controlling a voice? Do you understand how long that takes to learn? Do you understand mm -hmm. how protective you have, you have to be over this instrument? Do you understand just all of the hours and hours and years and years of listening that have led me to be able to master this technique or to master this run or to be able to hear that note? Because it's like, okay, you'll, for example, ear training, you mm -hmm. will, you'll read a musical piece and you know exactly where all the notes are on the piano. You know mm -hmm. what a G looks like on a piano. Sure, it's mm -hmm. easy. Just go there. With mm -hmm. a voice, for example, in ear training, mm -hmm. you're you're literally reading off a page and you're projecting sound from your mouth and you cannot rely on always knowing the exact positioning of that note. You just mm -hmm. have to let it out and hope it's right. Mm -hmm. 
This is a completely other way of of of, of looking at of, of mastering music. It's 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 completely different. And people mm-hmm. really do, really do. Men really do. Like jazz jam sessions are just. Uh-huh. They are the ultimate den for male testosterone. You know, proverbial, <laughs> proverbial jacking off of egos. Like it's. <laughs> It's uh, it's it's very interesting. Like, um, and it, and to be a woman, I mean, we even had talks about it in during college at school. Mm-hmm. There were there were multiple panels about it where women really mm-hmm. expressed expressed um, their you know grievances mm. and and even like there there were even teachers like there not only were there racist teachers because there were especially during this COVID thing a lot of a lot mm-hmm. of Asian kids suffered with a couple teachers in my school which like mm-hmm. to me is shocking but anyway mm. but there were also some like partially sexist teachers mm. and the the only ones I felt I could actually relate to were the ones that actually taught vocalists and understood that you know just because I don't play a beautiful sonata that does not mean that I can't mm. sing and master my instrument. And that yeah. is that is actually that's sad. The fact that this is still a harsh reality today and that's actually why I brought up the question is that there is so much um that unfortunately people are unaware of that's happening in this world today that shouldn't even be a question, you know? Yeah. Um, it's like it's like it's the most frustrating thing to like as a woman you have to constantly be proving yourself that's it mm-hmm. the only time you ever gain respect is when you finally prove yourself to a man and he spreads mm-hmm. the word to all of his other compadres mm-hmm. that you are worthy of respect mm-hmm. and it's like you have to that's not fair. as a woman you have to constantly be proving yourself when there are like some musicians in that school that are like getting into whatever and they're like subpar musicians Mm. And but just because they're men, they deserve that respect. And wow! I never, like, I I really was just really that was one of the really annoying parts of it all for me. Well, but um, but you know, but the moment you do prove yourself, the moment you do prove yourself and you shut them up, mm-hmm. it's beautiful. Well, <laughs> as the reality is, uh, my dear friend, that is exactly what you're doing. So you should be very proud of yourself. And and I like Thank you. So. And could you share you. some some specifics around the hard you faced? Uh, I know we were discussing earlier around particular difficulties you faced in the industry and how you overcame them. So other than you know school and learning and and engaging in these um, you know, jazz sessions or speaking to, what specific um, lessons or hardships? have you been through and how have you overcome them? I mean, so obviously there has to be some deal of like um, non dis like an un- like an un- un- uh, like an unofficial non-disclosure here mm. because obviously obviously in private I'll tell you some some things which I mm. can't exactly reveal on a podcast. <laughs> but yeah. With a couple less details, you know? Um, I was I feel like in the beginning of my journey, when I decided to actually, okay, fine, we're gonna do this. I'm gonna, I'm gonna leave school, and this is all gonna be worth it. And I'm gonna, I'm gonna, I made a decision that was supposedly gonna change my life, and I jumped, and um, and I jumped, and then I realized that um, there are people there out there um, who 
do not have the best intentions, even though they say they do. Mm, mm. And there will be there are people out there who will promise you the world, mm-hmm. but either have no intention mm-hmm. of actually following through, or they've just grossly overestimated their ability mm. to follow through. I so. See. You know, they, they they think that they can give you all the things that they've promised, but they just can't. Mm-hmm. They can't. Because they're not as influent as they would like to believe. And so there's a whole lot of that, that w- that's challenging. And I know I'm being slightly cryptic here. Mm-hmm. Um, um, but um, it's, it's, I can say that I'm definitely, like in the beginning, I was very, I was very hungry to making, to make things work. Mm-hmm. I was very, almost borderline desperate to make things work. I mean, I've been, mm-hmm. I've been chasing, I've been chasing this dream since I can remember, to be honest. Mm-hmm. And, you know, this is, this has been my dream forever. So I was very naive. I was too trusting in the beginning. Mm-hmm. Um, and I think all young musicians make this mistake in the beginning being too trusting of everybody around them. Mm. And I realized there was a lot of people trying to trying to grab hold and trying to help me. Mm-hmm. But they weren't really trying to help me. In they inverted were just trying to make a quick, yeah. yeah, they were yeah, they were they were just trying to make a quick buck. Mm. And now that I'm looking back at it, you know, and I, after I've been here for at least a year and a half and I've started dipping my toes on my own and I've met actually decent people on this road and I and I've started my own um, uh, you know I've, I've, I've created my own line of contacts my own network mm-hmm. and it, it it's really it's really helped me learn um, and so, sort of analyze people better and try to understand their intentions and I've definitely changed my way of approaching business and work where in the beginning I was very open to just you know, oh, this person's been in this for longer than me, and so they're probably right. Mm. And never really questioning around me, mm-hmm. and just assuming that I didn't know enough to have a valid opinion. Mm. And one thing I definitely learned is, it this actually takes me back to Crawford days, mm-hmm. is um, that sometimes having to be a bitch and saying no, mm-hmm. or or having to be stern or having to tell people I don't actually care well thank you for your opinion but I'm not you know mm-hmm. I'm just gonna do my own thing mm-hmm. you know learning to say no learning to question learning to send things back yeah when you don't want them that that way um that was all that was all a very big learning curve and now um I look at things a very like very differently mm-hmm. and um I've started especially with male figures mm-hmm when they start their whole, you know, mansplaining in this business is, uh-huh. is a huge thing, right? And when they start with that shit, I'm sorry to use that word, but that's what it is. No, no, you can say it as uh, it is. That's what I know <laughs> you should be, so say like, it Like, I've is. just started, I literally have just learned to be like, okay, that's great, but no. Because mm. I'm the one paying. So. <laughs> <laughs> Fantastic, and you know, um, so it's it's been it's been that it's been a learning curve. Finding it's almost like finding my sea legs, mm. you know. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Um, think, yeah, and finding trusting people around me to work with. That's 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 great, and you know, having the ability to acknowledge that there are certain times when you have to give that back and you have to say no. 
is something we all have to learn along the along the line no matter how hard it is um i was recently yeah. reading a book uh by ben horowitz um it's titled the hard thing about hard things and it deals with obviously in, in a different setting and a different industry but it deals with having these conversations where you're told things that you know you don't actually agree with and you need to be able to relay that to the person in front of you that no you know what what you're saying does not align with what i need right now and absolutely yeah uh, i so. thank you for your valid opinion <laughs> but no yeah <laughs> but no and i think very the fact that you 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 know learn to do that is is an incredible skill so kudos to you yeah it's 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 it, but it's it's been it's been a struggle i can tell you that mm-hmm. and what you know what's funny is mm-hmm. i felt like back when we were kids young ones <laughs> You remember that one of the things people used to say about me was that I was very bossy? Oh my god, I remember that actually. Yes, I do. You remember I do. that? People I do. used to say I was bossy. I do. I remember that. I find that hilarious and we always go back to that whole like, yeah, if you're a girl, you're bossy, if you're a man, you're the boss, right? Yeah. 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 Right. So I feel like I kind of through that, you know, being told things like that when you're a kid has an effect on you, right? Mm-hmm. So it's like for a while I it's like I almost lost that bossiness that was so good. <laughs> it was very and good. And now I'm trying to it find was not it bossiness. Um but people I don't just know what didn't it was. know how to understand it. But yeah, I guess so. But I mean, I've been trying to find mm-hmm. that bossiness again, mm-hmm. you know. Cuz it's not a bad yeah. thing and I've realized I've come to terms it's mm-hmm. it was never a bad thing. Not not at all. Not at all. Mm-mm. So that being said, what is what is one golden piece of advice that you would have for young women out there today? God, there's so many. <laughs> go for it. If you have many, go for it. That's why I'd we're say, I'd say um it's very important to know when to listen. Mhm. But it's um it's just as important to know when to speak up and speak your mind and give your opinion and say no um i'd say that no matter how many people and i guess it's sort of like advice to myself if i'd heard it you know that type of thing i'd say every time people tell you no this is the good old cliche just mm-hmm. get back up mm. just get back up and find your own way i'd say don't depend on any person in this life to help mm-hmm. you get what you want to get to help you achieve mm-hmm. what you want to achieve. Mm-hmm. I'd also say young lady get your head out of boys and focus on your damn career. <laughs> There we go. That was the one I was looking for. But yes, wow, for know? sure. I'd um, say get your head out you get you have plenty of time to find love and if you can find love when you're a strong successful woman that doesn't need no man mm-hmm. then that's the ideal. Preach girl, preach. That's yes. the idea. You yes. want to have everything in your life together before you can you can give any time, attention and energy to anybody else. Mm-hmm. That's something I learned also. <laughs> wow. Rip pearls of wisdom. Those pearls of wisdom. And you know, I'm sure everyone listening will will agree. You're literally one of the most charismatic women that I know. So Where, where do you draw your inspiration from and and how do you maintain that bubbly and infectious energy? Uh, you know, 
it's funny enough, with less than 24 hours of life, mm-hmm. um, the doctors weighed me on a scale. Uh-huh. And they put me down, stomach down, on this tiny little baby scale as a newborn. Mm-hmm. And the first thing I did was lift my head up with 24 hours of life. Mm-hmm. And the doctor told my mother, you have some, you have, you have a load of trouble here because babies with less than 24 hours of life do not, are not supposed to be lifting up their heads. <laughs> right? So I think I was sort of, it was sort of like I was half born with it. And the other mm-hmm. half, half is I have an incredible support system of, mm-hmm. you know, two very charming, funny, charismatic people by my side who have sort of... Mm-hmm who have sort of always encouraged this side mm. of me. This bubbly, this happy, this, you mm-hmm. know, this excited for life type of person. Mm. And honestly, you know, I, I've been through some dark periods. I struggled, mm-hmm. I struggled, and I, and I still kind of struggle. It's not like I struggled for depression for a bit and like, um, and I still sometimes struggle with a bit of anxiety, especially like social anxiety, which is the funniest thing. It's so ironic that someone like me, who's so extroverted, would suffer would <laughs> struggle with social anxiety. But it's a thing. Mm-hmm. It's a thing. Um, it's, it's a thing. thing. It's 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 tough sometimes, especially yeah. when you're around people that that are that you respect. It's mm-hmm. very tough. Yeah. Um, I can agree. Yeah, but um, I think I'm. I, I was. I was. Yeah, I was half born with it, and half of it was just my parents and my support system and my friends around me and mm-hmm. I've always liked making people laugh yes I've always been a little I, bit of a clown most definitely <laughs> in a good yeah. way yeah. I've always been a little bit of a clown you know I, I won I won was it the spirit award for my for my high school <laughs> which is like my dad jokes he's like you you got the clown award that's what you got and I'm like yes well <laughs> people like me what do you want me to do <laughs> Mm-hmm. I'm mm-hmm. the clown <laughs> so I think it's just yeah I think it's just it's more of trying not to lose it than anything else but um mm-hmm. but I think it's just always but that's always been me which like to a lot of people is too much but I mm-hmm. think that's what makes the difference you know no that's that's what makes you you and you do you Every step of the way, you do Absolutely. that's the most important. Plus, if I weren't this way, I wouldn't love theater so much. And, uh, you know, all of uh-huh. these arts mm-hmm. that are ultimately expressive and larger than life, you know? And mm. I think it takes a certain deal of... Um, obviously, there are calm and collected people who are great actors and actresses and blah, blah, blah. Mm-hmm. But, I mean, I think <laughs> I think, I think to... to, to to, to do what I what I do, which is like I, I, I love a stage, give me a stage, dance monkey dance, right? So oh, yes. Oh um, yes. I love myself a stage. And I think to, to, <laughs> to, to be that much you know, to have that much love for something that's so expressive takes mm-hmm. some deal of of energy and bubbliness and and, and, and charisma. Mm. So I'm happy. <laughs> it's an advantage. Wow. Amazing. Well um I have one more question, mm. actually, that's just popped to my head. If you were to give um, teenage or high school Carlotta any words of advice, if you were to look back to where you are today and where you were then, um, what would you say to, to your younger self? I would say insist on... Um, 
you know it's funny because because like I, I realized a lot of the things I'd say now is because I you know I, I've been through some stuff that like really taught mm-hmm. me all these hard lessons and, and mm-hmm. obviously that's that's where we're coming from but I mean mm. if if I I wish I I wish I'd known better before but I would say don't let other people's opinions get to you mm-hmm. don't try so hard to fit in because inevitably people will see through that so just be yourself mm. and those who mm. like you will and those who don't don't mm. um and i would say i'm i would also say on a more positive light um i would tell her you go girl you get up on that stage you do what you love you sing those songs and just good on you for living the hell out of it you know um, yes and it was and yeah that that would be what wow. I have to say to myself wow well those those are some very important words and you have come such a long way i i could not be more proud and it's only the and beginning it's only the beginning there we go there's that spirit <laughs> um and i know you have a much awaited uh single coming out on the 15th of october So lastly, but not least, would you be so kind as to indulge us in that most magnificent voice of yours? Anything you like, perhaps even a teaser from an album, an impending album, whatever you like. Um I think the world would um be benefited greatly by hearing that incredible voice of yours. Well, okay. So I'm going to I'm going to do that little I'm going to do a quick little disclaimer. Uh-huh. Uh so this song which comes out on October 15th. Mhm. It's it's a song that is for all those little those those girls and those teenagers and those those mm-hmm. young ladies who mm-hmm. want to find the strength to get them themselves out of a tough situation of a situation mm-hmm. that doesn't benefit them. So that song is is that's what that is. And wow, despite its very controversial title, mm-hmm. which is get the f out blah blah blah. <laughs> it's that's really the message behind this. The, the mm. behind it is having the strength to tell people that are toxic in your life to get out. Mm-hmm. Mm. Um and that that takes a pair of ovaries. I'll give you that and I'll tell you that. <laughs> um it does indeed, I'm sure. Takes a very big pair of ovaries. And um um so yeah, so I can well hmm. Does this podcast come out after the 15th? It does. Most probably will. Good. Okay. So I can give you I can give you a little I can give you a little um preview which won't really be a preview but <laughs> oh my god so excited so um yeah it's going to sound weird with like just a cappella but whatever um blah 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 get the fuck out I ain't got time for you and your stupid games. Go back to your mama if you need your diaper changed. 
Ain't got time for your bullshit. I got better shit to do. Your game is over. You went too far. You went too far. Blah, 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 blah. Blah, 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 blah. Get out. Blah, 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 blah. Blah, 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 blah. Get the fuck out. Literally. No words. I am, I am speechless, as always. From the first day I heard your voice. Thank you. I cannot wait for the, the world to hear this. I will definitely be attaching the link to the song uh, to the end of this podcast. Thank and you. I wish you nothing but success. Every bit of, you know, uh, compliments, every bit of happiness and nothing but wishes for you to grow from strength to strength in your career so many thank thanks, you Arjun. so much um once again from the absolute bottom of my heart for being a part of this and for serenading us with your most infectious voice thank you. and i want to thank you for having me on your podcast and i and i also want you to know that i'm so freaking proud of you for everything that you've done and you know persisting through everything you've been through and you've always been a very 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 special young boy and now man and um and um and i'm so happy to have someone like you in my life and that that out of all those after all these years that there's still a friendship that persists here and that you've been one of those people that you know still sticks around if i ever go to australia i know who to call <laughs> um of course and um, and I'm so 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 happy that you're doing this podcast, and I'm so proud of all the moves you're making. And yeah, yeah. Thank you so much. That that is very kind and very generous of you. I'm. Thank you. That really does mean a lot to me. And thank you. It's because of this these good wishes and and these this encouragement that you know it keeps me going. So thank you. Absolutely. As always, I'm simply blown away by this incredible girl. It feels like just yesterday, we were playing on the fields at school. We grow up so fast. I could not be more proud of you. Ladies, if there's one thing you take away from Carlotta's story, it's possible. As Amelia Earhart once said, the most effective way to do it is to do it. Be sure to download Lopsh's single, GTFO, available on all platforms. I've attached the link for the music video to this podcast too, and extend your support for one heck of a woman. I hope you've enjoyed our episode today. Until next time, farewell. Alvedan, dosto.